0: Oh, God, something, hallelujah, wonderful happened. And now I know Jesus touched me and me. Behold, John chapter 15. We're going to read verses 1 through 8, and then we're going to go down to verses 15 and 16. The 15, it says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear much fruit. Verse 3, it says, you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Verse 4 says, abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine Verse 7 says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, and you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. Verse 8 is what I want you to keep your attention on before we go to verses 15 and 16. But it says, by this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Now let's drop down to verse 15. It says, no longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my father, I have made known to you. Verse 16 says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. Say your fruit should remain. And that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give you. Tonight, I wanna conclude our abide series and I'm gonna touch on a little bit of something on Tuesday uh, to, to fully conclude it, but I'm gonna conclude it here on sunday so lately i've been talking to you about abide and the purpose of abiding in jesus this is one of the most important message series that you'll ever hear in your whole life why is that because this is the principle that you need to put your life on is to abide in him that means to dwell that means to remain that means to stay there all right And so we've been talking about uh, the purpose of this message series is talking to you about the benefits and the protections that comes with abiding in Christ. Without abiding in him, you can do nothing. There is nothing that you can do and really be successful at apart from Christ. Are you hearing me? Jesus wants to wants you to come alongside of him and he wants to come alongside of you so that you work together with filling the purpose that he has put you here on the earth to do and so the real reality is a lot of people think that they can live life without christ they think that they can do things and orchestrate things without the one who orchestrated everything they want to do things uh, 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 contrary to God, not understanding that he's the author and the finisher of your faith. That means he already wrote. By the time you were, listen, by the time you were even conceived in your mother's womb, Jesus, God says, I knew you. That means you are already idea of God. That means that he already had you on his mind. He already had a purpose for your existence. So therefore, with already knowing what you will be, what you will do, he he already finished the story on your life before you even came out in the world. Here's the catch. It is up to you to then discover that now that you have came from him, came from being with him. And now that you are on the earth. And the only way you get to that is with one word, abide. And here's the deal. The real real reason why your prayer life is ineffective is because you have not been abiding in Christ. Because here's the key to answer prayer. Answer prayer is brought to you by abiding in Christ. Are you hearing me tonight? And so we've been talking about being pruned, the pruning process, and that's remaining because a lot of people don't remain with Christ because they don't want to be pruned. They Guess what? They don't understand that pruning helps towards your growth. Hallelujah. And so we teach you that, oh, you ain't going to never go through nothing as being a Christian. But the stuff that you go through as being a Christian is helping you to be a better one. The stuff that you are going through is helping your faith to grow and helping your faith to, uh, to be exercised to a whole nother level so you can believe him on a whole nother level than what you're experiencing right now. When was the next time? What is the big, what is the next big thing that you've been believing God for? You still on old revelation about God and God is trying to step up your game. Are you hearing me tonight? And so I really want to close this we talking about the legacy of abiding in Christ. There is a legacy that follows, but I must paint the picture with you. with first being uh, first talking with you about being a friend of God. Jesus is with his disciples here in this particular text in verse 15 and 16. Right. In verse 15, he says, I do not call you servants, but I call you friends. Yeah. What makes a friend a friend? Revelation. How do I know that? You can read it for yourself in verse 15. Verse 15 says it again, no longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not what? No. Oh, listen here to me tonight. Frenemies do not know. Are you hearing me? Because they're not a friend. They don't have that type of access. A real friend is someone who has access, who is privileged to information. And you need to be careful who you call a friend, who you give information to, personal information, because that revelation could be even used against. Oh, right. Hallelujah. I'm talking good. I know I am. See, here's the reality is, is that a friend is someone who is privy to uh, information. Revelation, something that you don't give to a regular acquaintance or someone that you don't give to uh, someone who is just, uh, what is the word that we, uh, 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 yes, thank you. Someone who's an associate. We don't give that to them. And if you really count on your hands, you can really determine how many friends you actually have. How many you actually privy with information, with revelation. And here's why Jesus said, I don't call you servants because you have revelation. You have insight. You have insight about me. But more importantly, you have insight about the master who is God. And I'm sharing with you revelation that the father has given me and I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you for the father. He says, but I have called you friends for the things that I heard from my father I've made known to you hallelujah so we'll get, so here's what I'm saying I'm making it known to you so I so I so you are friends of mine you're not servants you are not a you know, listen you are a friend of God and with you being a friend you are privy to revelation but for us we have to tap into that revelation you are only as. See, listen, we treat Jesus as a distant friend, not a close friend. <laughs> if Jesus is a close friend, that means he should be sharing information with you. He wants to share information with you, but you too far away for you to, for him. Oh, my God. You too far away from him to even receive that which he wants to give you freely. So I, I, I so you understand that you are a friend. Here's the other thing you have to understand with setting all of this up. So you are a friend of God who has been chosen by God. You and this whole friendship. Oh, my God. God, you didn't choose God in this friendship. Christ is a friend that chose you. You didn't choose him. You are not the one keeping the relationship together. It's Christ keeping the relationship together because he chose you. Jesus chose the 12. They didn't choose Jesus. He chose them. He chose them for the purpose and appointed them for a purpose. And what is that purpose? I chose you and ordained you. That you should go and bear fruit. Jesus is constantly talking about what the father's idea for humanity was and is. It is to be fruitful and to multiply. It is to subdue the earth. Here's what Jesus is saying. I chose you that you should go. Not only talking about the commission. Here's where we get it to. He's just not talking about the commission to go into all. No, he's talking to you. He's telling us that you should go. That means to live as if you're chosen by God. Not just the great commission. I want you to go out in the world. I want you to live as a chosen vessel. How do you live as a chosen vessel? Is abiding in Christ. Here's what I want to get you. So I chose you so you could bear fruit. The reason why God has chose you to do two things. One is to bear fruit. And how much fruit is that? It's to bear much fruit. He's not talking about a little bit of fruit. He's saying I want you to be very productive. I want you to see. Here's the thing. Fruit can be bad or good. It depends on what type of fruit you're producing. Are you producing the fruit of darkness? Which is malice, envy, anger, jealousy, all of that, or are you producing the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, long suffering? Are you what? What are? You, what is? What is being produced? And here he says, "I want you to produce, well, as you abide in Christ, as you as you abide in me, you will begin to bear much fruit of righteousness and holiness." Are you hearing me? and so here's the thing so God has appointed you to bear much fruit much fruit. that's why he continues to carry this idea along in John chapter 15 he is carrying this idea along and along and along and again and says in verse 2 that every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away and every branch that bears fruit he proves that it may bear what more fruit, more fruit. so Christ is about making sure that you bear even more that where you are is cool, but you can be better. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Yeah. You can grow a little, you can grow more.
1: That's right. That's
0: you can right. do more. That's right. You can go further. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh. Okay. All right. Verse 4 says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, I in him, bears what? Much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. So again, the goal is to bear fruit, much fruit. The reason why you're probably not being as fruitful is because you're trying to do things apart from God. You can't, the idea is you can do nothing. The idea is that if you try to go outside of me, you will be a branch carried away, withering. But apart from, but being with God, you can do all things through Christ that gives you strength. So the goal is to, he chose you to bear what? Much fruit. The Greek word is karpos. And what it means is, if you put it up there for us, it is it, it is to something that originates from from another something that has the uh, uh, the effect of or a uh, meaning that which originates or comes from something an effect or result. All right. So fruit being uh, uh, the result or the effect of. Right. So so what he's saying is, as you abide in me, the effect of you abiding in me is the fruit. All right. Are you seeing this? So that that is the effect that it's coming from. It comes from something. So it comes from being in Christ, which then gives you a result of much fruit. Are you hearing me? All right. So he chose you to bear fruit. Okay. here's the other thing. This is what I want to get to. Number two, what he did is, is that that your fruit will remain. Here's what I want to get to. God chose you that you will make such an earthly impact here that your impact will be felt long after you're gone. You are reading about the apostles now and and, and reading about the apostles now and what they did because that is the fruit of of of, of their life of when they lived it. You're reading about certain people because of the impact what was remained.
1: Yeah. Oh, God.
0: How can I put this in a way that when you live a life, when you live a life that has been set apart from, for God, your legacy will always be lived out. Your legacy will always be heard of. You can't do anything for God, right? And, and it not last. Right. Yeah. See, a lot of the things that we do in, the, in our cardinal mind, a lot of the things that, you know, people making big inventions, all that stuff is great, that's cool, that's cool. But certain things will only, will, will, will only live while they're here. It won't outlive them. I want to show you something, right? In the book of Acts, right? I I, got to prove my point. In the book of Acts, chapter 1, Luke begins to tell us a story. It says in in, in Acts chapter 4, The former account I made of old Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach, until the day in which he was taken up after he After he, through the Holy Spirit, had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen. To whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit. Right? And so pretty much... What he begins to say and what he's saying is in the very first, in the very first one, what he began to both to do and to teach. So the various things that Jesus did, the work of God only began. It didn't finish. Are you hearing me? It didn't stop because Jesus ascended. The purpose of the Holy Spirit was to continue to work of Jesus through human vessels. That the work of Christ would not stop. Are you seeing what I'm saying? That it did not stop because he ascended. The fruit that you bear for Christ It's not supposed to spoil. It's not supposed to rot. It is supposed to remain. It's supposed to to impact that it will have longevity. Here's where I have to park my car. It's because a lot of times we only do things for a momentary result. When Christ is trying to see some of us, we so fast to want to do things so quick and everything like that and we want it like this, this, and that and you you wonder why, and I say this the same thing, I'm like, God, why are you taking me through uh, uh, the scenic route? I just want to go straight to my purpose. Why are you taking me through the mountains and the rivers and the waters? It looks nice but I don't want to go through that. Please get me to D.C. I, I, just, I don't need the scenic route, just take me straight to D.C. I, I don't need all of the back roads why are you doing this because god is producing something in you that has longevity why tcf are we going through the scenic route because he said you are not supposed to be a church that follows the fan the fan is going to follow you because what you do is going to have longevity real reason why God is taking you through what he's taking you through is so that you have longevity. So you don't need to get jealous of anybody who maybe it may be their season at that moment, but guess what? There's a lot of people who want to take shortcuts. There's a lot of people that want to get quick, rich schemes and it's not going to work for them. God is saying, I'm going to take you through the whole process so that you can have longevity so what you do will remain in the earth and it won't fall because of oh my God, it won't fall because of pride it won't fall because of oh my god because of your your big head It's not gonna fall because you squander it because you weren't
1: ready for it No, God is gonna have and mold you so you can have
0: longevity TCF is not meant to be a trend It's not meant to be a fad God saying the more you guys abide in me and worship as hard as you do that you are producing longevity You worried about why am I not there yet? Because God is working on doing something in your life and building you up so you can have longevity. That's why your foundation, that's why you, you asking for God to do things when your foundation is not strong yet. You can't build off of a foundation that's not strong. Because when things start picking up and picking up and stuff like that, it don't have enough foundation to keep it, oh my God, to keep it sturdy. What happens when the wind hit it? What happens if a storm hit it? It's going to fall. It's going to come down. My pastor told me, she said, you know, Brandon, the biggest thing is that God is producing something in y'all that you have that, 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 that you will not be the flavor of the week she said you won't be the flavor of the week she said to me she said you're gonna have longevity because here's the real reality is that a lot of people are following the trends now and don't understand that trends die it goes it has no longevity it has it has only temporary fruit but it don't have fruit that lasts listen to me i'm trying to tell you i'm trying to raise up an army that of people that long after i am gone from here that my fruit will remain in the earth i'm trying to raise up people that you're oh my god that long after i'm gone even even if i retire that the tcf is still building oh my god giving the kingdom of darkness a black eye I Trying to raise up people who are going to have such longevity with God that their families
1: will be prosperous uh, even after they're gone because God has built you that you may abide in him that your fruit will remain in the earth
0: there is a legacy that comes with being and abiding in Christ there's a legacy that comes that Jesus prepared them so that they can further the work He says, greater works should you do in my name. Why are you going to do greater works? Because you can do greater works in the extent of what I was able to do. Oh, my God. And those greater works that you do will will have longevity you hearing me tonight yes,
1: why is abiding
0: so pro, oh my god why is he trying to get you to understand this because if he can get you out of your get you out of your selfishness get you out of your impatience yes, sir. that you can understand that being in him is the only thing that matters yes, sir. why is that because that. that. here's the conclusion of the matter the conclusion of the matter is is that as you abide in me and that your fruit uh, your fruit out remains here's what it's saying that then they will know that you are my true disciples my god hear, hear me here. see the world is not fooled by the folks that come up and pop up out of nowhere they're not fooled by that because they only say it's only a matter of time but I came to brother saw over you by the time you take the stage they're
1: gonna be wanting to see what you gonna do and you gonna be able to prove them wrong because they can see the fruit that has been in your life as God prepares you in the darkness and then God brings and elevates you they get to see that God you are with God and you abided in him and they can see the fruit
0: because i was in him they not turn, they, they they're not turning they ain't fooled. they're not fooled. they see somebody oh let's see how far this goes but as you continue to go and as you abide in him and they waiting to see you fall they can't see nothing and all they can say is they must be a true one and guess what with you being a true one then that means they got to then turn their direction to you because there's some people that will come to your light and then there's other people that want to destroy your life.
1: They want to dim it but I got good news for you you can try to dim it all you want to but if God be for me hallelujah who can be against me you can try if you want Hallelujah. He said let your light so shine so that all the world may see. How will they see unless you are hide headed in him. Hallelujah. As you hide yourself in him your light will so shine and as the Bible says in Isaiah arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord hallelujah what's why does god want you to abide in him it's not about you it's about him it's for the glory of god so that men and women can come to repentance and know that there's a true god he sits upon the throne his name is emmanuel the god with us he is el shaddai that's all they will know and they will turn They can't turn if you're acting like a hellion. They can't turn if you don't look like him. They can't turn if you're hot or cold. They can't turn if you're lukewarm. He said, I'm looking for a bride with a spider. I'm looking for somebody with a spider wrinkle.
0: I'm tired of seeing people live lukewarm. I'm tired of seeing the church look like it's a joke. People are throw, living the way they want to live and then want God to bless them. How does this work? And you mad? Because everybody else going along. That's because they're hidden themselves in God. It is for the glory of God. God doesn't share his glory with nobody. You are just a beneficiary of his glory, but you are not, you, 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 it's not supposed to go to you. As the psalmist says, not unto us, but unto him be all glory, hallelujah. He said it's for the glory of God, not for your glory. And what happens is you take the glory of God and you become a recipient of the glory of my God. And you want to take it all in for yourself. And as you get elevated and elevated, you stop abiding in Christ. And what God has put on my heart, he said, Brandon, as I elevate you in this season, don't you get off? Oh, my God, don't forget what got you there. Here's where my issue is with folk. You abided in Christ when things were going bad for you. But when things start turning around, then you treat God as he. Uh. You got the house. You abandon them. You got the money. You abandon him. You, you, you got the marriage. You abandon them. What is that? He's saying, I am looking for someone. In this time and in this region who was unapologetic about abiding in me TCF we don't make excuses for who we are we don't make excuses for who we are We are unapologetically Christian. And we don't care who got something to say about it. We don't care if you don't agree with our ideologies. I don't
1: agree with yours neither. But you ain't gonna fuck me. I don't care who you are. You ain't gonna fuck me with your new age stuff. You ain't gonna fuck me and say, I can't talk about who I wanna talk about cause I've been abiding in him. And if you get to know this God or who I know, your tail will turn to.
0: I am trying to get you to have a mentality of being so unapologetic. Where's the look here? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about any of that stuff. You come for my advice, I'm gonna tell it like it is. I don't care. Oh, I don't wanna hear that Bible stuff. Well, you are gonna hear it now? I don't care.
1: If I can hear about your craziness, I can give you and show you whoever you want to go to to make things all better. Because I didn't abide it in here. I don't give a rat's what you think. I'm gonna abide in him. Here's what I'm telling you tonight. If, you, if we're going to go far, TCF, if we hide ourselves in him, God will continue to elevate us. And there ain't nothing that no witch, warlock, sorcery can do about it. It ain't nothing they're going to do about it. You can't stop me now. Look at somebody, encourage him in the Lord and say, it's my time now, it's my time. As you've been hitting yourself in God, God is about to elevate you. God is about to take you on top, because I didn't abide in him here. Hallelujah. Come on, stand to your feet and give God a praise in this house. Come on and give him a praise in this house. I say praise him, church. Praise him like you know. Praise him like you know. All for the glory of God.
0: At the end of the day I'm preaching this because God has us on an assignment and I refuse to see one of you be left behind if you're left behind it's because you want to be left behind it's not because somebody didn't tell you you abide yourself in Jesus and watch how God continues to prosper you. You watch how God begins to cover you. Don't come outside of the covering of God. Don't come outside of protection of God. As you stay in Him, I promise you, as well as I know my name, you can have stuff come in your life, but it won't overtake you. Things may come, it may discourage you, but guess what? we may been in door for a night, but joy comes in the morning. That doesn't matter what you say. I'm um, listen. The enemy can throw whatever he wants. It really doesn't matter. The more you abide in Him, I promise you. I promise you. Watch the result of God. Don't be impatient with God. I know sometimes it gets irritating. You're saying, "I, I want to go to and listen." God, do something for me. Do something for me. And guess what? God's saying, "Just remain patient." Guess what? You may have a direction of where you wanna go, but guess what, God has a better one. Hallelujah. You may think you know it all, but God got another way that is better than even what you could even think of. I'm telling you, the more you hide yourself in him, I'm telling you, it makes a difference. Don't you leave God because things start going well for you. Don't you leave God because you feel like, oh, you don't need him anymore. Because let me tell you something, you a fool. You a fool to think that you can just go away with God. You can't do nothing. You'll be withered away. You feel like your strength is depleting because you're trying to do it all in your own strength. You start getting weak, and then you start you start experiencing physical challenges because you start trying to do things without God. And I promise you tonight, a lot of things that we carry upon ourselves is not because God put it on us; it's because we put it on ourselves. I came to set this house in order tonight and give you marching orders. Be unapologetic for who you serve. Be unapologetic for who you profess. Be unapologetic for who you believe in. And don't let success change you. Don't let success change you as you go along the way. Because you're not gonna be struggling for long. I don't preach struggle, struggle, struggle. You're not gonna stay there for long. It's only momentary anyway. What you think this is what you think this is we don't stay down a true kingdom son and daughter don't stay down long you gonna go higher and even more higher and even more higher lift your hands right here say Heavenly Father keep me in you in the name of Jesus may I not get ahead of you but let me stay in sync with you in success. stress let me stay with you in the name of Jesus and when my heart gets failing let me know of your love that is there to comfort me and when I feel like I'm moving away pull me back in in the name of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus we pray this now amen if you're not saved